0: Hello and welcome to another episode of This Black Love. I am your host, Jay Marie, and it's Friday. Say yay to Friday. Say yay to Friday. Say yay to Friday. Oh, it is Friday, November 17th. Oh my gosh, we're almost done the year. Can you believe it? Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you all so, so much for the love and support that you showed on uh, the last episode that I posted. You know I drop an episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and of course 11 a.m. Pacific Time. I wanted to make sure I said it right because, you know, we always have F- issues saying with saying specific and pacific so <laughs> had to make sure I got it right <laughs> now you can listen to my podcast on the Spotify app which I do record all of my episodes you can listen on Apple podcast Google podcast or anywhere you listen to your podcast just type in this black love and you are good to go from there so before I get started Um, I do have to let you know where I was for the last two Fridays. I have been MIA. So much stuff has been happening. I did go back to Maryland last week. That's why I didn't post last week. I went back to Maryland, got my stuff out of storage. Thank you, Jesus. Drove all the way back down to Georgia with my dad and his friend. And I'm home. I'm home. I have all of my stuff. I no longer have anything in Maryland other than my family and my friends. So I'm officially a Georgian, if that makes sense, I guess. I don't know. I have my Georgia's driver's license, like my mail, everything has been switched over. So yes, I am a resident of the state of Georgia yay me now it's just time to continue to grow to flourish and to update everything that i need to update now i'm not going to be too long on this episode but i do have to catch you guys up cuz i have to owe you all of i owe you all of this so with me getting all my stuff i'm able to start recording As usual, by dropping an episode each and every Friday, I have all my equipment, I have my journals that I write in when I'm um, coming up with episodes, I have my intro, that's why it sounded real professional today, (laughs) I have my outro, I may tweak it up a little bit, but yes, I'm still working on it, and also, let me know if you notice, I have a new logo! (gasps) Oh my god it's so like you don't know what I went through to get this logo but one thing I can say is I'm loving it let me know what you guys think do you love it no yes no yes let me know because I am a female I do wear glasses I do have locks and I just wanted to look nice for you guys so you can know or have an image of what I look like if you don't follow my Instagram or if you don't follow me anywhere else i also want to let you guys know <laughs> that i did update my instagram i now have a this black love instagram Yay! like you guys when you think i'm not, when i'm not putting out episodes please don't think i'm not working Because I'm working, you guys. I'm trying to get it back right how we were each and every Friday. Got the page up and running, putting myself out there, getting these listens. You know what I'm saying? Just so that people can hear what I talk about and what we talk about. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, just want to let you know that everything is back to how it used to be. But this time, it's going to be a little bit better. It's going to be a little bit different. You may just hear me most of the time. I may not have a whole bunch of guests only because I don't know a lot of people in the Georgia area. So if you're in the Georgia area and you do listen to my podcast, let me know. Or wherever you are listening in the world, let me know. I can always phone you in so that you are doing an interview with me or having just a conversation. I don't like to look at it as an interview. I you know me and you know how I say it and it's in my new logo. Let's get the conversation started. That's what I'm all about is getting conversations started. So that's what we're going to do. That's what I'm all about. You know? So I'm just excited. I hope you guys are excited. I hope you hear my voice how I'm excited. So yes, just Thank you. Thank you for my loyal listeners, for riding with me, for being a part of my audience who listens to me, who writes me and say, where's that episode? We're looking for another episode. Thank you guys so much. It means so much to me from the bottom of my heart. I have to take the time out to thank each and every listeners for listening to any of my shows, any of my recent shows that I've posted for any of the other few seasons that I had. Uh, Yeah, five seasons that I had because this is season six. Hey, pat on the back to me. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Um, (laughs) thank you so, 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 so much. You guys do not know how overjoyed I feel right now. Like I have a big smile on my face because I'm so happy that I'm finally settled. I'm finally home. I'm finally ready to hit the ground running. My kids are in school. I'm working, I'm loving my job, even though these people are something else, but I'm nonetheless happy and I feel settled and I feel at home and that's all I ever wanted was to feel at home. So thank you for listening to me rant on for the past three minutes. But um, because the the episode that I have for you today, I did do some research and it was on my mind due to the holidays coming up. So I wanted to talk about it, but I just had to get that out of the way. Well, not get it out of the way. I had to state my sense of gratitude and what's been happening over the past few weeks since I haven't recorded. So yes, I did what I said I was going to do. I got a new logo. I got a new uh, Instagram page. If you want to follow the Instagram page, you can do so. It is up and running. It's only three posts. Don't come for me. Um, (laughs) But yes, it is on there. It is. You can look me up at this dot black dot love so instead of it being underscores or spaces or dash it's a period or a dot that's why i said dot don't put in t-i-s t-h-i-s-d-o-t no put this then the period then the black then the period then the love so yes i have an updated instagram i was just so excited and i want you guys to be excited for me too Excuse me one second while I take a squig of water. I've been talking all day. So, yeah, I'm a little dry. And mm. probably a little dehydrated, to be honest with you guys. So, just give me one second. Let me sip this water to quench my thirst. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. So, also in the works, I am looking for new equipment to get that so just be on the lookout I may have some new things coming like I said I'm working you guys I'm trying to perfect um what I want to do with this podcast where I want it to go like I said I'm not trying to be famous I'm not trying to be you know all of that in a bag of chips I just want to um Put great topics out there to talk about, especially in our community. What we're afraid to talk about, what we're not going to talk about, and things of that nature. So I always want to um, get the conversation started, sound off about a few things sometime from time to time, and just put it out there so we get into like a general conversation. So yeah, that's what I am, you know, trying to do and get situated to do. Alright, so today uh, what I want to talk about, like I stated, due to the holidays coming up and, you know, people, you know, have lost people before this uh, holiday started to come around this year. Some people, you know, are still grieving the loss of someone who may have been, you know, um have passed away a few years ago or you know just recently and you know around the holiday time that's when that grief creeps back up because you're not around your loved ones that you're used to being around because they've passed on or you know something happened that was tragic and that caused you to go through this the grief stage and some people excuse me some people grieve longer than others, especially if that person meant the world to you. You know what I'm saying? So like, for example, my son, he grieved a lot of people, but the most people that he, the most, the most prominent person, may I state, that he does grieve is my aunt, which is his great aunt. So just a little background story. When my son was born, um, he, was, he was the first grandson on both sides of my family my mother's side and my father's side my son is the first grandson so um I was living with my mom at the time in in one of her older sisters which is my aunt and as soon as I came home from the hospital she was like give me my baby and they have been glued to the hip ever since then ever since he came home from the hospital in 2006 yes my baby's 17 but hey we're not talking about that right now, okay? But uh, anywho, yes, ever since I brought him home from the hospital, she that's her baby because my aunt, she never had any children. So um, her sisters and brothers, her children were her children. And when I was living with them, my children became her children. So she spiritually had children. She always told me I was the surrogate. So <laughs> yes, that my son was her baby. That was her second child because my brother is her first son and my son is literally her second son. So yeah, they were glued to the hip like my son loved him some Angie, okay? Like he would like, that was his girl. That's all I could say, that was his girl. That was his mother, (laughs) if you will. That was his mother. But um, when she passed uh, back in 2018, He took it really hard, you know, and he never really got over it. So even though it happened when he was much younger, um, probably like around 11 or 12, that's when it happened when she passed, um, you know, he grew up now now, because, you know, he understood what happened when she passed. And, you know, he took it hard because now he's no longer going to see the woman or his aunt that he's used to seeing almost every day or talking to almost every day to never seeing her again. So it really, you know, hurt him and he really grieves for her and granted it's been what 2018 19 21 23 yeah it's been five years five years she's been gone and he still grieves her so when I talk about grief today I don't want you to have any notations of what it is you can grieve how long you want to grieve because at because to be honest No, there's no time frame to grieve. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no time frame saying how long, let me correct myself, how long you can grieve. You can grieve for years because like I stated, you're not going to see that person physically ever again. Yes, you'll have the memories, the pictures, they'll live in your heart. You know, you'll think of all the memories and around the Christmas time, a lot of people grieve. The people that they lost because they 're not around during the Thanksgiving holidays when family gets together they 're not around on the Christmas holidays when the family gets together again, and if you get together and commune during uh, new year 's new year 's and uh new year 's Eve. You know what I'm saying? They are not around anymore. So like I said, you may go on with your day-to-day life and days make it easier. But when it's that time, when you're alone in your room or your home, wherever you live, in your car, and you start to think about that family member or think about memories, they just pop in your head instantaneously and you could go back into that grieving, that grieving feeling, like a grief like a grieving feeling so I did uh look up the word grief it is a noun and it is it means deep sorrow especially that caused by someone's death that's caused by someone's death that's typically what we know what grief what what grief is now it did have an informal meaning which means trouble or annoyance you yeah like, people are like, good grief, you get on my nerves. You know what I'm saying? Like, that type of, that's a different um, meaning or informal, if you will, meaning of grief. Now, remember, as I stated, there is no um, amount of time that you can put on yourself when you're grieving. It could be months. It could be days. It could be years. It could be a decade or centuries, whatever. You're going to always grieve. But I do want to let you know that there's different stages of grief. You know, everybody doesn't grieve the same. No one should tell anyone how they should grieve of a lost one or anything in their life. And nowadays, you know, pets are looked at as, you know, human-like because people um, say that their pets are their children. Like, you know, especially like cats and dogs, those are the main ones Some people have um, snakes, hamsters, guinea pigs, birds, rabbits, you know, whatever they have as a pet, they look at them as family. And it doesn't matter if it's a human or an animal or anything in between, you can grieve animals as well. Because they're look, even though they're animals, they look like an extension of your family. So, another example my son, this is also my son, was mainly the focus on why I wanted to talk about grief because he goes through a lot. For him to be only on this earth for 17 years, he has dealt with so much grief, so much from people dying to his animals dying to being diagnosed with type 1 diabetes my son has been grieving for the past three years longer than that if you will because he's been grieving since he was a little kid one of his best friends passed oh um, while they were in kindergarten or first grade one of them due to an unfortunate event in her life. She passed, He's, he, so my son has been going to funerals. Now, not a lot, but he has been at funerals since the tender age of five, grieving people. Then the next incident was my aunt, many years later, grieving her. Then, literally two years later, his godfather passed unexpectedly so he's been grieving him then last month his guinea pig died the guinea pig that he was talking about forever and he got the guinea pig in february of this year and she died last month and when i tell you the grief he went through all seven stages within the matter of two days all in the matter of two days. Shock, denial, anger. Anger. That was the big one. Bargaining, depression, acceptance and hope, and processing grief. He went through every stage in the matter of three days when he lost his pet guinea pig. And everything he said everything was his fault the reason why people die and he losing people is because of it's his fault and I had to let him know it's not your fault nothing could have stopped his guinea pig whose name was lucky nothing could stop her from passing she was sick and I think it had something to do with she had a broke leg and um it cost a little bit too much money them to fix her so yeah you know things probably didn't heal correctly and she you know she was sick and we could no one would see her because she's an exotic animal so it was just like a lose lose situation and she passed the very next day and it he took it really really hard so I did want to briefly Um, I know I went through all of the stages of grief, but there are seven stages of grief. First one, now, some of them may not um, go in the order that they've given me when I uh, looked it up, but you can feel these at any moment. Some of them are very prominent and some of them are hard to come out of. So the first stage is shock. Which is unbelief or hard time to accept that that person left or your animal passed or whomever, whatever happened traumatically in your life. It's a total of shock, unbelief, disbelief. You don't want to believe it. Like, no, this can't be happening. Not this person or not my favorite animal who's been with me for all these years and now they're gone. That's the first year. Your, your body does go into shock. That's the first Stage of grief that they put on here. Like I stated, some people may not feel shocked until later. Some people are at the denial portion. Denial was number two, but some people feel the denial like, no, this can't be happening. This doesn't feel real. No, no, this is not real. I'm not accepting it. I'm not accepting it. They're den- they're in denial because. It hurts so much when you lose someone that means so much to you. I grieve my best friend all the time. Every time I see his picture, every time his birthday come around, every time I think when I'm riding down the street, I think about him because he lived in Georgia and I did not come visit him when he lived here. So I don't know where he lived when he lived down here. But um, every day I grieve my best friend every day. So uh, I'm not shocked or in denial or anything like that, but I am still grieving. I am still grieving. I'm still hurt because I had a chance to see him and I didn't. So I feel, I feel like I should have put more effort into my friendships so that's what I try to do now is put more effort into my friendships because I don't want to lose anyone else granted we're all we all have an expiration date we don't know when our time is going to come but we all have an expiration date that's not me being spiritual or being spooky or whatever the case may be that's me being real we're not going to live forever So if you think that we're going to live forever, baby, I'm sorry. I'm going to I'm here to tell you that that's not going to happen. We're not going to live forever. You have people, yes, that live to their 100 and some odd years old, but that's them. They still have an expiration date. Everyone has an expiration date. We just don't know when. So I don't know. There is no living forever physically let me put it that way there's no living forever physically our human flesh will die so being in denial that's a form of grief so you can't be mad at someone who don't want to believe it. You can't. What I'm saying is even though, you know, these holidays are coming up, let these people grieve. Let them feel what they feel. Now, don't, you don't want to sit in it. But if that's how they grieve, let them grieve. If they want to be alone, let them alone. You know, nothing annoys a person the most when you keep people keep asking what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong, what's wrong. And if they say they're fine, don't keep asking. Don't keep keep antagonizing them to make them open up to you. They'll open up at their own time. You have to give them that space to grieve in peace. You can't put a time limit on how long a person can grieve. I'll keep saying that because people people want them to get over it and get back to themselves, but you don't know what stage of grief that they're in. Because the next stage is anger. And it's normal to be angry. Some people try to keep their anger um, hidden. But when you keep asking and asking and asking, they may lash out. And that anger may not typically, well, it's really not typically about you. It's because they have to accept the fact that, why this happened? I could have prevented it, this is my fault. So yet they're angry and they wanna take it out on everybody. Like when my son lost, like recently lost his guinea pig, when I tell you the way he yelled at me, I never heard him yell and curse at me the way that he did. When I tell you he was angry, he was angry. I didn't get mad, I didn't yell back at him. I let him know that this is not your fault. It's nothing you could have done to prevent this from happening. And I walked away. I didn't keep pressuring him. I didn't keep pestering him. I didn't keep, and I gave him his space. You have to give people their space. Please, please, especially when they're grieving. Especially when they're grieving. Now, the next stage, um, they said is bargaining, which is making promises, seeking reasons. Uh, It says seeking reason when it is... Lord, I hate my handwriting <laughs> when there is none, when they're seeking reasons, when there is none. So they're like, all right, I promise I'm gonna get myself together. I promise. Don't worry about it. I got it. I got it. I'm gonna get myself together. Knowing that they're not getting themselves together. That's why I keep stressing. Do not rush no one in their grieving state. Let them be. Let them be because they'll make promises that they can't keep all right I promise I'm gonna get it together all right I promise just give me a week I promise I promise I promise mm-mm, mm-mm. no just that's what take all the time you need that's why I gave my son his space so he can take all the time he need to grieve he'll come talk to me when he's ready he, and he did he came and talked to me when he was ready and I was there to listen
1: I was there
0: to listen I'm sorry I have to speed up a little bit because I'm on my lunch break and I only got an hour and I started a little bit late, so I'm going to try to hurry this up. The next stage is depression, where you want to be isolated. That's when your anxiety kicks in and you the, the feeling of dread. You don't want to get out of bed. All you want to do is just cry all day. That's all you want to do is just be isolated and keep to yourself. This is something that we all deal with and it don't even have to be about grief. Everybody deals with depression, but depression is part of the grieving stage when you're grieving someone or something or your animal or anything like that. I don't want to be disrespectful. That's why I named all of that. But... Um, That's why depression is the hardest stage to get through because it feels comfortable to be depressed. It feels good to be depressed. You don't have to get out of bed. But also depression causes body aches. It causes stress. You can lose weight. You could become sick. That's why you don't want to stay in the depressed stage forever because that depressed stage does hurt more than it feels more than it um the feeling of hurt. So, you know, depression is very physical. And even though it's mental, it's very physical because it has um because you can feel it in your body. And that's why I said you can get sick, you can, you know, you you can it can cause health issues. I ask if you are in grief, go to a grief counselor. Seek So that you don't stay in that position for long, because like I stated, you can it can cause more than just anxiety um, or feeling of dread. Depression can lead to you being sick. This is the stage that a lot of people get stuck in this is a stage where a lot of people don't want come out of you know what i'm saying you can lose everything with being depressed the reason why i'm saying all this is because i battle with depression from all of my life i still go through little um, little um uh, what you call it bouts of depression now they're not as long as they used to be but I do still battle with depression this is something that I had to work through I never went to therapy I never um, talked to anyone about it but that's all getting ready to change for me because I don't want to be in that depressed state anymore because it hurts everyone not just me so um, that's just me personally um, I, the way I dealt with my depression, I can honestly tell you is prayer, fasting and prayer and fasting. And I'm not saying that to, you know, try to make you be religious or anything. I'm just saying what worked for me. If you don't have a praying life, it won't work for you. If you don't have uh, uh, people in your corner praying for you, it won't work for you. You have to have that relationship with God. Or even if you don't have a relationship, you, have, you, you start somewhere, to get you out of that depression. That's something that you want to take seriously because depression is so serious. So serious. It's not nothing to play around with. It's not something to joke about. Depression is real. More people walk around depressed than you will ever know. You would never see how a person really feels when they're depressed because we can mask and put on a facade very easily but underneath we're so depressed oh my gosh when I tell you I feel this in my spirit I'm not lying to you because only reason why I know is because I go there I feel that I know what depression is I've been there so many times But when you're in grief and you're dealing with the shock and denial and the anger, the depression falls all on top and it's hard to get out of. If you don't have family members around you or you don't know how to get yourself or pick yourself back up, I suggest you get help. I suggest you talk to someone, find some type of therapy, find something somewhere, someone who can help you with your depression because if not you can drown in it and I don't want you to stay there I don't (laughs) okay so I'm going to move on the next step uh, stage excuse me uh grief is acceptance and hope And this is at some point, point, sorry, at some point you will want to be around others. Sometimes like when you do climb out of that depression or that anger state, you want to be, you want to surround yourself with people, people that you love, people that you do appreciate. It could be family members. It could be really close friends. And I'm not talking about the friends that you hey, hey, or go shopping with or that. I'm talking about real friends that been through some things and y'all have been through thick and thin and y'all are are able, excuse me, to um, really understand each other you know it's not no fake friendship I'm talking about that real friendship where you have time in years in you know what I'm saying that they will understand you that they won't judge you that they won't just brush off your feelings but they're there for you you know what I'm saying so that's what I mean by you want to be around friends I'm not talking your acquaintances because a lot of people call friends call people who are acquaintances friends they're not really your friends they're just acquaintances that you're really cool with and it's not nothing wrong with that. I'm not telling you that it's something wrong, but you need to surround your people who surround yourself with people, excuse me, who really know you, the real you behind closed doors, without the makeup, without everything, the facade, without everything. You need to surround yourself with people like them. Like, okay, I understand I'm not going to see them anymore or be around them anymore, but I want to surround myself with the people who I love that I want that to, that are still here. I don't want to neglect them. But sometimes that can be, you don't want to smother them. You don't want to, you know, be so dependent on them that you need them to survive. That's also a part of grief. When you want to be around people for that amount of time because it, it's helping you to heal. You don't want to be so dependent on, them to the point where you can't function without them so that's you don't want to be that far over you know with needing and wanting to be around people but it's nothing wrong with surrounding yourself with people who love you and who you who love you and who you love okay um the last stage which is the seventh stage of grief is processing the grief Now, remember I said it's no right or wrong way to grieve. It's not a quick fix. You cannot fix grief in the matter of minutes, days, hours, seconds, months, years. You can, like I told you, it's no right or wrong way to grieve. You can grieve how long you need to grieve until you feel in yourself that it's okay to, you know, you're not settled with it, but it's okay to continue to move on. You know, some people have to get up and keep going. That's how they deal with things, but they still go through grief. Some people, you know, stop everything. Their whole life stops and they got to take time off of work and they got to, you know, go through the process of grieving you know what I'm saying you know it takes a little bit of time to do that so just know that it's no quick fix I don't want you to think that you know because the holidays are coming up I got to get over this no feel how you feel because you're not going to see them this holiday season You're not going to be able to reach out and touch them or hug them or laugh with them or cry with them or even just smile at them and say, wow, look at them. Even though they're just sitting on the couch, you know, looking at a TV game or whatever the case may be, you won't be able to do that this year. Especially if you just lost someone this year, you won't be able to say happy Thanksgiving. You won't be able to be with them on Christmas or get them gifts or anything. You have to visit them at their grave. And that's hard. That's really, really hard when you know you're not gonna see them anymore. Where you know you can't touch them or hug them or love them or give them a kiss on the cheek or just say, I love you, thank you for being here today, thanks for coming. You know what I'm saying? You won't be able to do that. You won't be able to do that. And it's okay. It's okay for you to still hurt, it's okay to you for you to be in shock. It's okay to be in denial, to feel angry or anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance and hope, and processing the grief. It's no easy fix. It's not going to go away next year when Thanksgiving and Christmas and New Year's roll around. It's not going to be okay in 2024. It's not going to be okay in 2025. It's not even going to be okay in 2030. Because you're still going to miss them. But it's okay to grieve. It's okay to grieve. And I want you to know that. This holiday season, because it's, it's here. It's not right around the corner. It's here. Thanksgiving is literally six days away. So when you're around your family around your friends especially family that you lost or friends that you lost don't harp on the on the sad part just just think of the good times the memories that you have that you can laugh with your family with and if you want to be alone guess what baby it's okay be alone but don't be alone too long if you need to seek help please reach out to someone that you know that can point you in the right direction. If you need to speak to a therapist to get over your grief, do that. You have the resources to do it. It's so many things now. You have apps. You have websites. Everything is done online now, basically. You can go online, see who your um, insurance covers, and find the right therapist for you are out there, grieving grieving counselors, everything. I know in Baltimore they actually had um, a center that you can go to, especially if you're a young adult or you're a teenager or you're a child or your mother or father or whomever, they have grieving centers in Baltimore. I don't know about Atlanta, they probably do, but I don't know anything about it. But in Maryland, you can find grieving centers that you can go to. Um, And it was called Roberta's House. I remembered it. Thank you for reminding me. It's called Roberta's House that help with people who lost loved ones and that they are grieving and they need someone to talk to. So if you're in the Maryland, Baltimore area, look up Roberta's House and it'll give you their phone number, their email. You can message them, call them, talk to them at any point in time, visit them. They're in Baltimore, Maryland, and um, they're there for you. Now, like I said, I don't know about any other states because I've only lived in the DMV area. So um, I do apologize. I don't know if Roberta's house is nationwide or worldwide yet, but you can always check. You can always check for grieving centers in your city and state to see if they have them there. Okay, so just, you know, this holiday season, you know, take the time that you need to grieve your families. Take the time that you need to heal yourself. You know what I'm saying? So don't rush things. Don't ever rush things, okay? So that's all I have for you today. Well, that's all the time I have today. I'm really cutting it close. I want to thank you all for tuning in for another episode of This Black Love. Remember, I drop a new episode each and every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please remember to share with any and everyone. And always, always thank you for the love and support that you all show me on this black love i thank you guys for being loyal loyal listeners i love each and every one of you please enjoy your weekend have a safe weekend don't do anything that i ever do okay and you know have a safe holiday it's not saved but safe holiday and um enjoy your thanksgiving enjoy thanksgiving with your family and your loved ones and your friends if you have if you're having a friends giving you know just enjoy your friends enjoy the people while they're here give flowers to the people while they're here because once they're gone they're gone they can't accept those flowers because they're gone so i hope this touched someone i hope that you know someone will listen to this and understand it's okay to grieve it's no easy fix it's no quick fix it's no right or wrong way to grieve Just know that you don't want to stay there in that grieving spot forever. If it gets to the point where it's too much and unbearable, please, please seek help. Please seek help. Once again, I love you all. I thank you all for being awesome people in this world. And I will speak to you next week. I'm out. Peace.